from Holy Trinity Church in Inwood, New York City. Welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where we meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home what we affectionately call Upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and today we welcome theater artist and filmmaker Lena Kaminsky. Lena studied acting at Emerson College and has been working in theater and film for over 20 years. As an actor, she worked in TV, film, regional theaters across the country and has written two full-length plays, Salvage and Ursa Major. Her short film, Little Mouse, which she wrote and directed, is her first film and is currently making its way through the festival circuit. In addition to the Inwood Film Festival, it has screened in Los Angeles uh, and NYC Audience Award and Dances with Films, Outshine in Miami, Best Shorm, Best Short Film, Honorable Mention, and upcoming screenings with the Albuquerque Film and Music Experience, Vancouver Queer Film Festival, and Middlebury New Filmmakers Festival. She also has a casting business, Selective Casting, that focuses on educational and corporate industrials. And she lives here with her wife in Inwood. We're thrilled to have her here today. Lena, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Inwood Artworks on Thanks. Air. Thanks so much for having you me. You betcha. How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Great. Yeah. Very good. Well, uh, can, you, can you tell our listeners a bit where the idea from Little Mouse came from and how the screenplay came about? Yeah, sure. So um, Little Mouse, it's my first film that I... It's actually my first screenplay that I wrote, um, and certainly my first film that I directed. Um, and I, the the film came. It started as a short story, um, and I then kind of was like, oh, I wonder if this could be a screenplay. Um, my wife and I have a place way, uh, a bit more upstate New York, and when we moved in, we did have a lot of mice. So I, uh, that was sort of you know, infiltrating my thoughts. Are you a mouse person or not a mouse person? Um, I don't know. I mean, I like mice, um, but it's a different experience when they're in your house. Yeah. My wife can't stand it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was, it was kind of new experience to me. So that in combination with just like my, you know, life experience kind of came this, uh, story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you brought your family into it as well. Your your sister's involved in yep. the role as well. Yeah. So was that easy casting or did you make her work for it? Well, it was easy casting. <laughs> so she, it was. She actually, so Eva and I, um, we've worked together. We, we did another, we did one more short film that I was in. Eva wrote and directed actually a, a bunch of years You're ago. Returning the favor here. Wait, what'd you say? Returning the favor here, maybe. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I just I had a small part in her film, so. But I wrote I wrote this film, and Eva read it and was like, "I would love to play this role." And after I was like, "Well, what about me?" <laughs> uh, then I got over that, and I said, "No, that that would be great." And then she's like, "What? What if we just did it?" So we, um, you know started it started the that started the ball rolling with both of us on board awesome yeah. and uh and what was the shooting experience like um oh man like did it, you shoot the film you set out to make or had it changed quite a bit it definitely like changed like there was like you know so when i first decided to make the film i approached my friend john patrick hayden also an actor and i was like look i have the script and he is a filmmaker also a wonderful actor and a friend of mine and i said i want would you be willing to direct this and he said after he read the script he was like tell me why you don't want to direct this 
And I was like, uh, because I'm scared. <laughs> and he was like, I think this is your story and that you should direct it. And what if I produced it? So it was like the best gift that anyone could give me because I had a couple people along the way say, oh, you should direct this. There was another friend of ours okay. that was going to direct it at one point. And then it kind of, there was COVID, there was so many changes. And then um, John really kind of pushed me in that direction. And we talked a lot about it. And he really like guided me sort of like in the pre-production process of it. Mm -hmm. Like he introduced me to DPs and an art director and a sound per he like really brought these people together. He, where he, from he put it together. He was a producer. He, 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 really, he oversaw the whole experience. Yeah. And he sort of was like, okay, now's the part where you do this. And I was like, well, I can't do that. He's like, yeah, you can go. And yeah. so he really like, uh, he really helped me in that way. Um, and he, he was like, you know, there's the, the, the movie you write that you shoot and that you edit. And they're all three mm -hmm. different things. Yeah. So I definitely learned that I learned, so much it was like a wild experience for me because I've been behind the camera it's very I mean in front of the camera just a very different experience mm -hmm. so John really um he kind of guided me in that way um and we shot it in three days and we shot it at our house upstate which was great because we had the location big time and it was only a one location shoot right for one most, yeah. well one location until we did reshoots in the film um, because in the editing process, I realized something wasn't right. And I was like, we have to reshoot this. So we went, I went and had to re-get the mouse because we have a, the live mouse in yeah. our film, which I... Um, the mouse's agent in print was very difficult to work with, I heard as well. Very, very yeah. difficult. <laughs> the, and the mouse was a you know drama queen. Mm. But... Um, she ended up at a school in Brooklyn after we were finished and <laughs> is living out a very beautiful life in Brooklyn with these kids. But I had to call and say, like, I need the mouse for a day. <laughs> <laughs> and so I drove to Brooklyn, got the stuff, did the thing. And like we we reshot. Um, and when we did that reshoot, I was like, well, since we're doing this, it would be really cool to have this shot. So we got to like there's like a shot of a hardware store. That was in the reshoot. We were like, you know, did that kind of second unit be shooting, That's so to right. speak. That's right. Yeah. But that was amazing that we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the process, the process, I always thank you for answering that so honestly, because I always feel like it's great hearing about people's process and particularly um, how you stumble upon things as you go along. Yeah. And going like, oh, I didn't know I needed that yeah. until I had this. Yeah. But you wouldn't have known otherwise. Absolutely. I always think like I learn from like, experiencing from doing um and I was just talking to John actually and he's like you sort of like went to like grad school in like the process of doing this because it was like it I just you know day to day I was learning so much and it was like you know I was like yeah I kind of I kind of did you know that's how I feel well, I mean, the, tons the, more to learn, but uh, speaking from um, being in the audience, at the Inwood Film Festival, uh, the film had a wonderful response. Oh, and yeah. So it seemed that people just really enjoyed the film through and through. That was a great audience. It was like such a supportive, um, like film goer, like you could just feel the vibe in there. 
and it was just like packed and it was one of the, like the best responses we've had oh. of sitting in the audience because it's like different every time. Well, that's what I was going to ask. It's a great, great follow up in the sense of that. You know, what have you learned? Because you talked about the three different stages of you know you're making your film, yeah. but then you had to let it go. And unlike theater, where you're sharing the breath, it's two dimensional, right? So you have to see, okay, you're you don't get the two control. It, it, the control is the movie, yep. and then the audiences are the are the the variable every time. Yeah. And so, how what have you learned from audiences watching your film? Um, I think like it's been really interesting, like who connects to the film, and I think it's like it, it's a reminder of like writing from an honest place, or how I want to like follow through on my on the next thing that I that I project I do you know mm. like writing from an honest place and how people connect to that and that's like what people want and also humor people really like I love writing with humor and I think that like people respond to that but also like the truth of of the story so mm. I think that like when um when people connect to that that it's a it's a great experience and like, and then people get talking about their own experience and, um, and stuff, but there is nothing like sitting in an audience and hearing people laugh. Oh, absolutely. And your film has some great, I think and they laugh because the moments are truthful and honest, mm. I think. Yeah. Even the crazy ones with the fingernails and things like that. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. People, but there's, but, but, but then still based in that character's truth. Yeah. So, and people laugh with like when they identify. So I hope yeah. that I hope to continue writing things like that people connect with like that. Well, I have no doubt they will. Oh. Um, going back to something you said before, you, know, you went to grad school by doing this show. So um, without going through the entire syllabi, um, what did you learn uh, from making this film that you're going to carry on with you um, into the future? Oh wow. Other than just other than just making the film, it's yeah. like like the major li- major lessons. Yeah, because um, I, I always feel like this podcast is kind of an educational aspect yeah. to it. People take what they can from it. Yeah, you know, I think like, I mean, this is something that I learn over and over, but I really understood it like in a deeper way. Doing this is like uh, the relationships, building relationships with people, and finding people that I want to work with and want to like tell stories with you know Mm. like um like for instance like meeting my um the woman I worked with who was uh my cinematographer her name's um Nada Stepanovic um and like just like getting to work with her and like uh being excited to like do the next thing Mm -hmm. like and how important that is like I always was like oh like you know I just understood on a deeper level, like meeting people, having a relationship with them and wanting to work with them again and like developing that language, I guess it was, Mm -hmm. which I felt like we did, uh, in a really short period of time, which like is something that like is hard to develop. So like definitely like finding the, the people that I want, because that was like part of it, you know, like, okay, who's going to, who's going to be doing this and this and this, this part of it. So, or like, you know, your editor, um, my editor was great. And like, um, and, uh, Teresa Torciano, a lot of women on our team. And, um, and so it was just, uh, I think, I think that, and also just like being prepared. I'm never upset when I'm prepared. 
Like, it's it's like I'm never like, oh, I prepared too much. There's no substitution for hard work and preparation, It's right? true. Yeah. It's true. And that's what I learned in, like, pre-production. And, yeah. like, that was, like, something, like, that John, my friend John, like, really, like, was, like, I know this seems like a lot now, but you're going to be so grateful that when we get to shooting, you're, like, you know, and, like, knowing the story inside and out. And, like, knowing, like, so that you can like know the rules and then break them. Yep. So I think that that's something that I would take away too. And just like having the perspective of having the experience of having edited and now sitting, sitting and editing and then being able to shoot something else. Like it's just really different. Like having that knowledge, which I didn't, which I didn't have before. And having a great editor for that third step of making the film is so key. So key. Because you have, obviously, you had your director hat on, but then you have, you have to have someone there to say, well, but we can either do this, this, or this. Yeah. Choose. Yeah. Narrow it down. And, cause, and also, editors can't create things that aren't there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, which was why we, which was really why we reshot. Well, there was a couple of reasons why we did. It was a, ma- a major scene, actually, that... Um, it was like the very end of the film actually. (laughs) And it was the way that I wrote it was like that Eva, AKA Betsy in the film Mm -hmm. had like this like moment of like extreme grief and a breakdown and the movie just didn't hold it. Like it was, she did wonderful and it was a beautiful, I have a lot of footage of Eva crying and I made her do it, but um, it was not right, but also the light was off. So the, the, it looked like the middle of the day and it was supposed to be sunrise. So I was like, I think we just have to reshoot this because it's not right anyway. So it was sort of like a gift that we made this mistake. Yeah. And then um, we changed it so it was like a mirror image of the beginning of the film. And it worked. Excellent. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, let's talk about when the film's done and it's out there. Um, how, have you, what have you learned about distribution and getting the film out there? You know what? Like, that's a really, a really good question. Um, distribution, I don't know. Like, I had someone approach me after we did our world premiere mm-hmm. about distribution. And, like, uh, first I'm doing the film festival circuit because once you distribute the film, to my understanding, you can't do the film festivals anymore if it's distributed. If it's sold to something else, it depends on, it depends on when the rights begin, the rights end. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably know way more. I should actually sit down and talk to you about this after. <laughs> well, I'm just, um, just a lonely podcaster folks. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, uh, so right now we're just like focusing on the film festivals mm-hmm. cause we still have like many more, to find out about and Great. and go to. So we've got a bunch coming in the fall. So uh, I, I'm going to like circle back to the distribution thing after like, that's seems okay. I talked to like an entertainment lawyer friend and I yeah. was like, cause I don't really know how that that's works. That's a great answer. Short film. That's a great answer. You don't have to know. Yeah. 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 It's like finding yeah. out. Cause like I said, we have a lot of, we've had a lot of filmmakers on this podcast. We have a lot of filmmakers listening to this podcast and everyone's finding their own way. Yeah. You know what I mean, and so I think that's, you know, if you're out there and listening and you want to reach out to e, e, to Lena for help, uh, that would be great uh, because uh, I, and I happily talk to you, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it is being your first film out there yeah. on your own. It's a, it's a, it's there is no wrong answer. Yeah. The only wrong answer is to not try to get it out there. Yeah. That's the only wrong answer. And by get it out there, I mean like, I think you're talking like you know, your relationships, your, your the people you just said who 
um, you know, when you, you learn from is like, now you have these people in your back pocket yeah. who will, you will work with again and move forward 100%. with you and different projects. Like who do they know and who do they, those people know yeah. that can, you know, do they have an in at, I don't know, whatever film festival you like to, to be in yeah. Grants village or something like that, or, yeah. or whatever you feel like is appropriate. Um, that you that you want to you know move it forward. Not everything is con based. Not or sorry, our um, Sundance or Tribeca. You know, I mean, I, I know everyone thinks that's the holy grail, but it really isn't. Um, it's it's wonderful for the recognition, of course, because there are people there are people who go to these worlds of streaming and studios that you may they go there, and so the idea is that the film moves on. You know, that, that's, I think that's the problem that people don't realize is that Tribeca or Sundance or wherever else, Toronto or something, it's like, that's not the end. Right. That's hopefully a trampoline to yep. bounce off of and go out. And, and the, the, the name of the game and distribution is for the film to keep living. Yeah. That's the end. That's, yeah. that, is, that is the only... That is the only uh, goal I feel in, in, in my piece of advice. Yeah. But um, if you if you or anybody else out there have other ways of uh, chiming in, folks, feel free to let us know. Um, but I but so I'm just it feels like you have some great festivals coming up. Yeah. And uh, you know to keep on moving and shaking with those. Yeah, and it's like every time, and I'm going to all the festivals, and my sister is too, and like you know um, to to every festival that we're able to, and like. At each festival, we're just meeting so many incredible people and so many incredible filmmakers. Like, there are a lot of really creative people. Yeah. And I'm just like, I've learned so much by watching other people's films. It's just, it's been really mind-blowing. Well, and speaking of, you're one of them. Oh, uh, thanks. So, uh, so now you've tasted thanks. success with this film. Yeah. What's your next one? Um, or your next project? My next project. I have, um, I've been working on... Um, uh, as far as film goes, I'm actually leaving on Monday to go do an acting job. Congratulations. So, thank you. At theater. Like, I'm going to do a play in Maine, so I'll be gone Great. for a bit. Um, and uh, I'm excited, actually, to go. Uh, my friend took over this theater. It's in uh, the Stonington Opera House in Maine. It's I like, remember. Do you do? I remember that place. I've never purposely been there, but um, I also have an acting background from... 18 years of my life okay. in the past there you and go. Uh, never made it to Maine because I was more of a Midwestern guy yeah. making the circuit around Ohio, Indiana and, you know, Wisconsin okay. stuff and Illinois. But, um, yeah, Stonington Opera House has been around for a long time. Yeah. So my friend, Catherine Murky, who I've worked with before, oops, I just banged that. Um, she, um, is now the artistic director there right now. And so, uh, we're going to do almost Maine, by John Cariani, also a, a Washington play. Heights yeah. guy. Yes, he's up here too, right? Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, get him on the podcast sometime. Yeah, get him. That'd be great. Yeah, he's a, he's terrific, and I'm really excited. So, um, But she's going to let me do a reading of my one of my plays there, which I'm really excited about. A new one? Uh, a new one of my plays. It's called Salvage. Um, so I'm excited about that, and she's going to let me use the cast. I've already cast it. Great. I'm excited. Um, they don't know yet. And then... Um, <laughs> And I have a I have an idea for a short that I have a script actually, and I'm excited about it. Um, and it's sort of like a coming of age story. Well, um, you should apply it to the Inwood Filmmaker Fund. I'm going to. Oh, are you? Yeah, I have a whole plan. When I get to Maine, I have to get it. I got to revamp everything, and then I'm going. I'm going to. So for those of you who don't know, we give out um, grants to local filmmakers, and the bottom line is you got to live here yeah. to to uh, qualify. Uh, so we we love to have uh, you know. 
make sure you know about it. It's, it's amazing to me how people don't know about it. That's why I brought it up only because I, it's, no, it's, amazing. it's the fifth year of doing this and still people have no idea it exists. And we give up to $5,000 and, you know, maybe more depending on, you know, what we can do. Uh, we try to help people out and uh, to local filmmakers. And, you know, we've given out over $75,000 in the That's past incredible. few years to people. Yeah, so. I am applying. I'm going to get right in under the <laughs> deadline. I'm glad you're applying. But I have a and whole I, plan. My point is I hope others do too. Uh, and So um, you'll read my script. Oh, excellent. But I got to work on it. It's a little, I got to p- really pare it down. You'd be shocked at how many scripts I re- read um, that we do end up funding and producing, quote unquote, we'll say funding for better term. Um, and that just turns out to be like 20% of what the film ends up being. Sometimes, most of the times, uh, the filmmakers are really good about it. But, you know, if there's a change of scope or something like that, you know, if you're no longer making the film, it's like, there has to be a conversation. But, yeah. But, um, <laughs> well, things but, change so but, much. But things do change so much. Yeah. But it's like, you know, we're no longer doing, we're, do, we're no longer doing, um, you know, Pure Ghent, we're doing uh, Our Wilderness. Right. I'm like, well, that's a little different change of scope. I think we need to talk about right, the Right, right, um, but, right. But uh, most of all, though, people are really good. But yes, we do expect the films to change from the script, of yeah. course. A screenplay, excuse me. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's well, great. I'm glad to hear that there is going to be a next short or feature or doc or whatever yeah. you're going to be doing. I'm excited about it. And like another thing, like just going back to like the working with people too, like, you know, um, I got to work with so many amazing friends, like people, like it was my first film, but then it was like a lot of people's like first time doing things like, uh, like all the composers mm-hmm. of my film are good friends of mine, but it was their first score. So it was Andrea Wickens, Kate Vargas, Eric McFadden, yeah. all Washington Heights people. And, um, Andrew's been on the podcast. Yeah all amazing like musicians but they'd never scored anything so when I said and they're all like my closest friends and I'm like you guys <laughs> you know I'm like would you want to do this so like my next film is really music centric too and so um and they will all be involved Excellent. so it's uh you know uh I like that merging of the worlds and like um I like the I, I love music and you know yeah. I I sing with them and it's fun. It's And you know, you're a person who can work with friends. There are people who cannot work with their friends too, yeah. which is something to just bring up yeah. as well. For sure. I mean, you definitely have to like, and we, we've definitely, I, you know, I think there's certain people that I can work with and certain people that I can't, but they're, they're all amazing. And it's all about like, you know, finding the balance and, right. and trust and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. Well, we look forward to the submission Thank and we you. look forward to the, the public hearing about it at some point. Thanks. And, um, so, uh, in, in moving forward, mm. um, where can we go to find all things about you? Oh yeah. Uh, so, um, our, uh, Instagram for the film is at little mouse, the movie. Um, that's Instagram. Our website is also, uh, little mouse, the com. Um, my personal Instagram, which I post a lot of stuff about the film too, is just my name at Lena Kaminsky. So, um, yeah. That's, Excellent. That's kind of So, it. uh, listeners, you can find those links, uh, in the podcast. Okay. In the description of the episode. Well, thanks again, Lena, yeah, for being sure. a guest. Really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. You bet. So this is Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where you meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make your home here in Northern Manhattan. Uh, if you have a moment, please show us some love right now and rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. 
Many thanks to Holy Trinity Church here for hosting us and to HeightSites.com for Uptown promotional support. And you can support On Air and all of our programming making a tax-free donation at InwoodArtworks.nyc backslash donate or at Venmo via Venmo at Inwood Artworks. Be sure to follow us on social media to keep up all that we do, which includes Inwood Film Festival, Filmworks Alfresco, live performances, and pop-up art galleries, and so much more. You can support On Air, please do. Uh, Inwood Artworks On Air is proud to be supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. And our programming is made possible by the New York State Council on the Arts with the support of the Office and the Governor and the New York State Legislature. From the top of Manhattan at the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Aaron Sims for Inwood Artworks On Air.